Hi, this is Ben Dominich, the host of the Federalist Radio Hour. We're a daily show coming to you five days a week from Washington, D.C., where we interview our nation's top journalists, politicians, authors, chefs, economists, entertainers, and more. If you're looking for a contrarian discussion on news, politics, or culture, give us a listen and subscribe at podcastone.com, the new Podcast One app, or at Apple Podcasts. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. I trust we're going to get on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We like you sharing the good news in 2018. Right, Drew? Gospel. The gospel. So, so I, I was just thinking, I'm going to talk about the colonoscopy in a second. You asked me to yesterday to mention that. I will. But first, I want to, somebody, I was doing an interview a couple of days ago on NBC, and the, the host said, uh, I was talking to her about uh, how uncomfortable I am now taking pictures. Like, I don't know where to put my hands. I don't, you know, I stand next to people It's with all the harassment stuff. I'm like, I don't want anything to be even possibly misconstrued. And, and I'm like, it's gotten uncomfortable, right? Well, listen, hold on. Let me just jump in. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think about it. I always just dangle my arm you, over the person's shoulder. No, do no, that. no, no, no. <clears throat> I don't even touch no, no, anybody. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. You're missing a point All a little right, bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's not the picture. It's not where you're putting your hand. You and I are never – no one's going to get credibly accused of to dangle the hand over the shoulder. It's never going to happen. What's going to happen – is the chick's going to accuse you, and they're going to produce a picture. Right, that's right. And that p- picture's of you yeah. doing nothing, but you're both yeah. smiling, and you go, she's kind of cute. Well, it, he looks like he's into her. Listen, one of my, that's my, my publisher said, I don't want you taking pictures alone with anybody anymore. Isn't that interesting? Really? I was like, wow, that's weird. No more it, dick pics? Uh, she didn't say that. She just said, when I'm taking a picture with somebody else. Oh, with somebody. Yeah. So, In so, the dick pic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and so, um, so this anchor... Um, uh, was was saying she goes no 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 you got to be like Ronald McDonald Ronald McDonald you always saw his hands and I thought oh my god that's right he he can't be accused of touching a kid mm-hmm. and I thought and you know what else they did with him that's diabolical if you notice what was on his hands these giant red mitts yeah that's what we need to wear that's what men need to have right now we need these sort of mitts issued to us these big red mitts you can see here's our hands. No, it's good. Right. It's a it, the Ronald McDonald yeah. gloves. It's a great idea, yeah. but like I said, when the cute chick who's in the picture comes right. forward as you abusing her, if we see a picture of you two looking happy together, right, from yeah. a convention in Atlanta, and she shows a little red dye on her inner thigh. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so this used a picture that way. Oh my god! All right, so colonoscopy. So colonoscopy. You want to, you want to set one up for you, huh? Yes. All right. They they are new preps too. So the the crazy prep I did because I didn't really trust. I I, I don't want to. Have to be rescoped, you know. I'm trying to make sure I'm clean, and I did the full prep. But next time I'm going to do the the new one, which mm-hmm. is uh, you just take a couple of doses of something, drink crap loads of water, and you clean yourself out that way. It's it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's How not, far before the actual? It's all, you start the day before with clear liquids and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was it, thinking about this the other day. Uh, broth is clear liquid. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. And, and then. Um, I had my thing done a couple weeks ago, and I had propofol, which is uh, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's milk, Dipperman. Mm-hmm. And uh, that stuff, man, the guy goes, look, you're going to go out. I go, yeah, I get it. And he goes, are you ready? <laughs> just like it's like, like shooting somebody. It's like it's right. just, you are gone. Pow. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you on your face or on your side? Your side. Side. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'd have upper and lower. 
So I got stuff, risks in both areas from my Lynch syndrome that I've got, mm-hmm. which is an awesome thing. Which is again, you can you should be tested too for that stuff. All right. right. You go to you, you put your spit out to color dot com and they test you for the thirty most common essentially DNA repair mechanism abnormalities that set people up for cancer or precancer. And uh, I've got crappy genes, and uh, so I got to get colonoscopies. Let's do it together. I got to go again next year. We can go together if you want. We go ass to ass, or uh, we do it in separate facilities. No, I'll be my <laughs> genitals up against your ass, evidently. Oh, we spoon spooning. Yeah. Oh, okay, I yeah, got you now. Yeah, and they can get you that way. Mm-hmm. Or actually, it'd be you and me because they've got to go upper first with me, and then lower for you, and then lower for me. All right, I'm there. I'm willing yeah. to do that. So they give you the propofol. Yeah, and you're just you're gone. You're gone. You're just, and but you wake right back up again, which is crazy. When do you wake? An hour later, and you're just you're up. When they shut it off, yeah, essentially. So if they shut when they shut it, it just it takes minutes to come out of your system, and you and you and you didn't feel all groggy and whatever. I had I you know, <clears throat> you're a wuss. I'm a wuss. I'm right. Wait, I had a couple hours and a couple of days of not feeling myself. A couple of days. Is and, it different from like just regular anesthetic? Because I remember when I had like my wisdom teeth out, they put me under, and they were like count backwards from hundred, and I I went ninety nine, ninety eight, and I was awake. Uh, was, that sounds like that sounds like Diprovan. That, that's yeah. Versed sometimes is that way too for some people, which is similar stuff. This is all, all twilight anesthesia kind of thing. So you do that, and they can do everything yeah. in that condition. Yeah. Well, then I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm always down with that. Now, uh, what are they? What are they probing you with? A nine foot scope. Nine foot, and it's about it's about the size of this marker pen. I'd say maybe a little bit bigger, maybe thirty percent bigger than this. Uh huh. Looking yeah. at a sharpie. Yeah. And they uh, lube it up and they feed it up. Yeah. Like and, a it's, snake. and it's a, and it's got a very mobile tip, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you can move it with, in every direction with these two wheels. Mm-hmm. And you look all the way around and you find a way around each corner and you make your way in. You just look at everything. Well, it's time. So let's set it, it up. It is beyond time, man. 50 is where you start that. Yeah, it's beyond time. So yeah. let's do it. Let's get it set up. And I'm all, uh, I'm all for it. Let's get it on. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, side effects. Yeah, well, how do you feel be, the well, next day? Well, that should be done too. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, I mostly I felt washed out from the prep. The prep. I mean, you, it dehydrates you a little bit, and it, it's it's a it's a, it's a bit of a workout for 24 hours. And uh, that with the anesthesia, I mean, I was pretty good the, the same day. I was pretty good, but I just wasn't what I'd call myself until about three two days later. But not not like I wouldn't complain about it, kind of thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and you're not going to feel anything. You're just going to be you're going to be hanging doors the next that afternoon. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll set that up. Right. Um, Let's do some calls. Somebody has a stupid question about uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Who I? You know, it's funny. I did Mike Tyson's podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So if you need to know how life works, it's always in the. Mike Tyson wants you on his podcast. He does? Yeah. Mike Tyson has a podcast? Yeah. He's going to interview me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to sit down and Mike Tyson's going to interview me. Uh-huh. I thought, well, that's interesting. That guy, guy's been interviewed his whole life, but he's going to write some questions down. He's going to ask me about the man show or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, He's going to interview me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where is it? Oh, it's our Golden Boy Productions up in the whatever. Okay. How's that going to work? Uh, it's Mike Tyson's podcast. He's going to interview. Okay. So what happened? Show up. There's a seasoned radio sports AM whatever guy yeah. who's sitting there and Mike Tyson. Yeah. 
Mike Tyson is eating a bag of pretzels while the guy interviews me. That's how it works. Does he and, does he become one of the interviewees or does he participate in the interview a little he's bit? Kind of an interview, a little bit of both. Interview mascot. Yeah, I don't know how involved are your shoes in, oh, in no. this conversation right now. Oh. He's a nice guy. No, what's he, I know a lot about boxing, so I'm able to bust his chops a little, and he yeah. comes back a little. But it's like there's no way did that resemble Mike August. Mike, Mike August. Mike August set it up. Yeah, and I was telling Mike August like, how is this going? That did not resemble Mike what he, what Tyson interviewing me at all. Did, I, I don't think he had a question. Did Mike August cop to this later? I don't know what anyone even knows. People just say stuff, but it's like when I walked in and sat down, Tyson was eating chips. Like he was, he was had a small bag of pretzels, and he was just sitting there eating them. And then I sat down, and the guy started interviewing The other guy interviewed me the entire time. But I thought, well, this is exactly how this is supposed to go. Right. Which is fine. I just want people to go, you like to do the Mike Tyson podcast, which isn't the Mike Tyson podcast. It's hosted by the other guy, but people have heard of Mike Tyson. And it was perfectly fine. I had a good time. And I like Tyson as well. It's just when it popped in my head, I was like, Tyson's going to interview me? Didn't make sense. Didn't make sense. Yep. And now it all makes sense. Uh, that's, all, that's all I got to say. Whenever I, one thing I've learned, whenever Adam goes, huh? Just immediately rephrase, rethink. Rethink your statement. Whatever it is. Whatever you I, said, Dad, it makes him go, huh? You just got to go, oh, wait a minute. Let me go back and look at it. Let me check it out. Let me check and see who's in that You're show. all that. If you guys are tuned in. We're not. We don't have that. You, we don't all have that same mechanism you have. We're capable of it. We just doesn't trigger as easily as it does for you. Well, you guys should work on. You guys? Everyone listening uh-huh. should work on tuning them selves in it requires a certain attentional mechanism that that is not normal you know that right well i'll give you a very good example as we sit here if it sits in front of us yeah i have a container of pediolite yeah it's 1.1 quart um 1.1 quart yeah so when Matt Fondelier was online looking it up, and I said, how many calories are in a serving of that? And he said, 25. And I said, how large is the serving? And he said, 1.1. That's the size. I said, no. Because they don't break it down that way. Yeah, say so 1.1 what? 1.1 yeah. is the size, but they give you a serving yeah, size. Yeah, they'll be a serving size. And then they try because the, I guess the first thing you're, they're trying to do is let it be known, everybody. The first thing everyone is trying to do is put themselves in a positive light. You see what I'm saying? No, yes, but there's all kinds of regulations on how they have to label this. Stuff. No, I know, I know. But when somebody says you want to do the Mike Tyson podcast, oh, right, how's right. that work? Mike Tyson, it's his podcast. Right. He interviews you. Yeah, and you go what? Well, that it, it, here's the no, the cell isn't guy you've never heard of interviews you while Mike P- Tyson eats pretzels. That's not really a cell, right? This is a better cell. Yeah. So think about the cell. Okay. You know what I mean? Like when. Th- th- so you're saying? Are you saying? It's the first. If the first impulse where it's like, like when Lynette was talking about, oh, uh, you. By the way, you bought Dad's casket, and I said, oh. Was it expensive? She went, yeah, it was expensive. And I went, how much was it? She went, $1,100. And I went, well, oh, that's not that much. 11000 
And then I went, oh, okay. Yeah, that is expensive. Now that now that does hurt. But my first impulse was like, oh, that's not so – I'm not happy about it, but it's not too bad. <laughs> but then as soon as it got to 11000 that are was you like – you suggesting that we should all – Anticipate the sell and and uh, think of our I, audience. I, I cannot tell you the number of times I've like talked to Matt or Lynette yeah. or anybody where they've said the guy wants the guy wants sixty one hundred dollars to redo the roof, and I went, that's not that sounds pretty cheap. Sixty one thousand, sorry, sixty one thousand, and I went, okay, yeah. Now, so yeah. If you have that little pause. Well, the, you, you know, little you, pause. Right. Like, the, what I'm saying yeah, is, no, they go, we should all cultivate the pause. You go saying. to a goddamn restaurant, unlimited lobster tail, four ninety nine. Like pause, pause. But, but, You're not going to be happy. But, You're going to be disappointed. But you have a louder zing than the rest of us. That 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 huh? The chow, yeah, yeah. The huh is louder, and so for the rest of us, we have to zero in ahead of time and keep listening for that. You don't have to listen; it comes. Right, so and I get so, allowed. So when I get the, and, but here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Hold wow, on, somebody's sleeping. Here's what I'm saying, Drew. Yeah. Keep in mind, everybody's looking to show themselves in the best yeah. light. No, I get that. So I heard when that you're piece. asking how many calories something has, yeah, and they go a hundred calories, and I go, but that's for a gallon. You go, mm. yeah. No, it's per serving because yeah. they don't want to tell you 1,300 calories right, for the right. gallon. You right. know what I'm saying? Or whatever it is. So know what everyone is doing. Well, but yes, you you're, know what everyone's talking about is what you're saying, which is something you've said over the years. And, and, and that requires focus, attention to that. It'd be helpful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. So um, I'm going to talk to De- Devon. Anyway, it's, it's 25 calories right. per serve. Just work down. Let's go top to top to bottom. Uh, Edison? Edson. Or Edson. Oh, thanks. Get it on. Yeah, get man. It on. Get on, Edson. Ace Rockola, Big Bad Drew. Yeah. yeah, man. Two men of exquisite passion. Exquisite. Mr. Rockola called my question stupid, but I'm still going to ask it, and that's who do you think um, in their prime would have won a boxing match between George Foreman and Mike Tyson. I'll ask a follow-up as well to make it interesting, and that's who's your favorite Mexican boxer of all time? And I'll clear up that Alexis Arguello was from Nicaragua and Roberto Duran was from Panama, so they don't count, Adam. Mm. Well, they don't count. I love Alexis Arguello. Um, <laughs> there's a great fight where Alexis Arguello's fighting. Was it Aaron Pryor? The crazy fight of the century, and this guy named Panama Lewis is like training him. And this guy, it's a great footage of him saying, give, give me the water. And then the guy's like handing water, like in the corner in the eighth round, and he goes, Give me the water I mixed. <laughs> and, then the, and he's claiming he didn't put amphetamine or anything. He didn't uh, do anything uh, to the water. No, but again, uh, when you say, Give me the water my, I mixed. Give me my special water. Give me my special water. Not the water, water, but the water <laughs> I mix. And then uh, you go, No, it's just water. Yeah. That's what I said. I said, Give me my water. Like Panama. Um, all right. So uh, I'll just go. Uh, I'll go Foreman because he was such a big dude. Really? Back then. I'm surprised. Tyson was pretty devastating. It's, it's oh, really hard, yeah. but uh, we'll just go Foreman because so he was from a better era. Okay. Uh, but a very, very good fight. And then uh, Mexican uh, fighters, then I'll go with uh, Pepino Cuevas. Not Oscar? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
I went, no, 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 why? Because I like Pepino. Yeah, it's the name. That's why. And I made, oh, it, it, it made a very interesting conversation with my nanny because I said, what's Pepino mean? And she went, Cucumber. <laughs> and I went, the guy's name was Cucumber? <laughs> what kind of nickname is Cucumber? But then we figured out later, if your name was like Peppy, they would also call you like Pepino. I see. Uh, but it also means Cucumber. <laughs> so it's not a good name. It's like boxing, you know, Cucumber is <sighs> not a great boxer. No, I'd say not. Not, not. What was my... Oh, Kratom. Yeah, here's Kratom. an in- yeah, Kratom. I want to talk to this guy. Here's an interesting one. Brian? Not the hey, are you, I like how you him. Doing? I just said Pepino. Right. What's going on, Brian? Big Bad Drew and uh, Ace Rockola. Um, <laughs> yeah, so kind of just a, uh, almost like a PSA I just wanted to give out. I hear a lot of people, um, Kratom's kind of the new weed where Adam always talks about we swung one way from uh, weed was the worst thing on earth to now it's uh, safe and everybody's advocate for it that it allows you to fly, and, <laughs> you know, it lets you time travel and yeah. stuff like that. I yeah. noticed people are doing that a lot with Kratom now, yeah. and uh, I just wanted to say a little bit about my experience. Uh, I took Kratom uh, for about two years. Uh, I got up to about 60 pills a day at the worst, which is about 30 grams, so um, I don't know if anybody really knows about, you know, but I guess the 60 pills kind of gets the point across. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I quit um, three weeks ago. And uh, the experiences of it, um, I never had a hardcore Vicodin or, or other pill addiction, but uh, I did have, I, I, I had it enough where I did face some of the withdrawals. The withdrawals with Kratom were pretty brutal. Um, uh, everything from feeling like you have a horrible flu uh, to that thing at night. I know there's a scientific word for it, but when you're laying in bed and you literally want to jump out of your effing body, yeah, uh, you cannot sit still. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a night. I it's mean, this it's restless leg. And so, so you were describing a full blown opiate withdrawal, and kratom binds at the endorphin receptor sites, and anything that does that causes addiction and causes withdrawal. Period. End. That's just the way it is. I don't care where the molecule but, comes from out of space. But this is an or herb. A, or an herb or it's a, just a an dirt herb. or anything. If it binds, if it does its work by binding at the endorphin system, particularly the mu endorphin but system. But natives have been using it yeah. for years. Great. Good on you. They make a tea. It's literally an extract of tea leaves. So that's it's a it's good just an herb. Yeah, it's gross. Do it. Everybody it's enjoy. It's herb. Doesn't kill anybody. It grows. Unless you take it with a benzodiazepine, then I'm guessing it probably could. Uh, but I've not seen any deaths from it, so I'm guessing that that's the case. But uh, it does cause – I've seen addiction. I've seen drug addicts try to get off. I've seen people get off opiates with it, uh, using it much the way you use methadone or anything else. What about Chris? Uh, Chris Maxipata? Chris Bell, documentary filmmaker who's got a film coming out. Yeah, do that, would you, Gary, please? I can't think awesome. of Can I actually say one name. bad thing about the main reason Yeah, I Chris quote. Bell was on. Well – Last couple weeks back, two main two main things, and I don't know how specific I want to get because people I know listen to this. Um, one thing, your sex drive goes kaput. Right, uh, that's look, a big thing. That, just that, look, that's one big it's reason. The exact, it's an opiate, so any it's all the opiate side effects, all the same stuff. Intensive. But the other issue, the more dangerous, the more dangerous issue is my kidneys. Even now, even three weeks into this, my kidneys hurt every day when okay, I wake well, up more well, than anything. Okay, well, kidneys don't hurt. Kidneys don't have pain. Okay. So what you're having is opioid withdrawal, back pain which is why people get back on opiates and why people can't get off opiates. They all end up with back pain. Well, I, I, can we can we say this? Because Chris Bell came in and he was doubt, uh, touting the virtues. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same about – here's the way I feel, but you tell me if I'm right or wrong. Yeah. 
you know, you hear people go, it's just an herb. It's just a leaf that is just crushed up. And I always kind of think to myself, well, so is everything. Everything and is. So is everything. everything. Shit that kills you is yes, just yes. a leaf, yes. an herb, or something. Like, Amanita phylloides is just a mushroom. No big deal. <laughs> you lick it, you're dead. Right. I'm sure <laughs> okay. cyanide is just made from yeah. some plant extract Absolutely. that then kills you. 100%. So this notion of like, just because it doesn't have up John stamped on it, like I'm not going with the man thing all the time. Like the, everything starts off as an herb or jellyfish or or pregnant mare urine or something. It, look, it all look. <laughs> we're on a goddamn planet. Mm-hmm. Wherever it starts, whatever the pieces yeah. of this thing are, have to come from the same planet we're yeah. living on. Yeah. It's and not whether, from whether a meteorite. That's right. Well. Meteorites bring some stuff in, but whatever. It's still on this planet. A little iron. But the yeah. point is this. You're not I'm, you're not impressing me by saying it grows naturally. No, it means nothing. Because poppy seeds grow naturally, and yeah. then they get turned into heroin. And, yeah. like, everything grows naturally, and then it turns cocaine. into cocaine. cocaine like, it's yeah. like, okay. Cocaine is a natural. But they're all things like, this is unprocessed. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, but it still grows. And they go, it's been used... By these people have done nothing for a thousand years, which is never really impressive to well, me. Well, to it's me, like, it's like good on. They probably used it for pain control. They probably used it like an opiate. Yeah, but here's my point. <laughs> it's been used by these people who are basically wearing a sham wow in the <laughs> in the in the. In the in the rainforest for the last 5,000 years. Like, hey, look, you tell me it was built by them, and then they launched their space program yeah. and build the Autobahn. I'd be, I tend to listen a little more, but yeah. it's been... It's 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 been used by these people who haven't invented shoes. Well, I also love the the you know the, well that's Western medicine. It's like yeah, do you know what's the hottest place for research and distribution and the deployment of Western medicine? China. They can't get enough of it. They're like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing, and they are they are the center of gravity now right. for Western medicine and Western medicine research because they've they've abandoned with the stuff that didn't work, and they're now doing things that does work. So mindset, I think. Who cares that it grows? Who cares that it's an herb? On the other hand, I like the idea that it just is a leaf that just gets pulverized and put in a clear gelatin cap capsule or something. I appreciate that. I give it some bonus points for not being processed and mixed with a bunch of different re- stuff. Being and, available without having to deal with a company. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. and then whatever other additives or whatever other, anyone else puts in to preserve it or to, to do whatever, it step on it in some way, shape, or form. So I'm fine. But let's not... Let's not forget that everything's just an herb that grows and leaves and Everything. gets ingested. Okay. Yes. So then I think, is it helping you with your pain or pain addiction or whatever it is? For Chris Bell, it's helping him. So I don't really want to deny him the fact that this thing is helping him. And if it means you can do it without taking Vicodin – then good on you. Yeah. So it's, be it. He might be. He might do better with pot or CBD or something too. But on the other hand, should we start monkeying around with it if we haven't had hip replacement surgery no. or weren't strung out on no. whatever? And no. then the answer is kind of no. And then you hear these oh, people. Oh, was Chris strung out on something? Well, yeah, he oh, was. So he was on will, pain. Okay. Well, pain this meds. will this will evolve. This will evolve. This will evolve. His thing will evolve. Yeah. Because what you're saying is is. Addiction, addiction by nature is a progressive condition. Okay. So that w- things will come of that. Well, I hope it, it doesn't. It may take a while, but, you know. Well, look, uh, look at number – wait, 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 wait. Where was I? I got to talk to number two. All right. Hey, Jeff, 46, Virginia. 
Ace man, Big Bad Drew, what's up? What's going on, man? Hey, man. Hey, I want to know if you remember from an old love line. I still listen to those bad boys. Uh, dragging, dragging the microphone out to the security guard who had sleep apnea. You going on like a reconnaissance mission, dragging out the mic, and the guy like snoring into it, sleep apnea the whole nine. Oh, I remember it vividly. I, uh, I remember vividly. I remember he fell asleep on the sofa directly in front of the door that he was supposed to be guarding. Right. <laughs> it, it required a little uh, – because he'd slept there every night and we had a little planning because we had to get a big wire with a, with a mic with a long wire, remember? Mm-hmm. So it was, it was not like it all happened that night. It had been building to that night. Now, it was always, it's always kind of funny. Here's the other thing that I always feel kind of um, enamored, uh, slightly obsessed with. It's not the people that here, – here's what, I, here's what I'm, I'm sort of – I sort of think about. Yeah. The people that do their – it's like saying, oh, every, look, everyone beats off. Everyone takes a shit. Like everyone does what? everything. Like, yeah, yeah. But I'm, what I'm saying is is like doing it in front of people. Yeah. That's what becomes kind of fascinating <laughs> to me, you know? Right. And I'm like as a guy right. – I used to go into affluent people's homes all the time, and I was just left there to build their cabinetry or to redo this or to do that. And the second they left, I'd always give it a little buffer because if they forgot something like their briefcase or something like turn around, I wouldn't be into the kitchen at that point. You know what I mean? But the second they left, I'd then walk my way into the pantry and see what cookies and what other forms of confection they had. And then what I would do is I would kind of parse it out. I wouldn't clean out an entire tray of Oreos because, like, they would know that was missing. I'll take four of those and I'll I'll seal it up just right and I'll put it back with the label facing the same thing. This was a habit cultivated over many years at neighbors' houses. It was like a Navy SEAL for snacks. Pointing. If I was working with someone, I'd point at Ray, I'd point the eyes, I'd hold the fist up. I saw a car coming down the street, you know, and then I'd go, go, go. Laser. Laser. Oreo. And then I'd go grab another thing of cookies. Maybe I didn't even like as much, but I'd take four of those, you know what I mean? But I, And then I'd position it back so uh-huh. that the label's the same way. That part of life, I get. The part of life where you just leave the stuff out on the counter with the, t- with the thing broken open and yeah. a half a cookie so yeah. that the person just comes home and goes the fuck happened here that's the part i'm fascinated with because my thing is like be the security guy do a move where you go i'm gonna go out to my car and i'm gonna go ahead and check check out the front door i'm gonna uh lay low see if we see any trouble around the corner and then you go to sleep in your car yeah fine this guy would just sit on the front sofa and fall over (laughs) and he was hard to miss him he was literally (laughs) sleeping on the job if you remember, Drew was not buying into this. He was a conscious, conscientious objector. Because he's a puss. No, I felt, I felt bad for the guy. I still feel bad yeah. for him. Well, yeah. if I knew he was going to get fired yeah. the following day, I still would have done it. Was it. Humili- it was humiliating a guy with a medical condition. Medical condition. Lazy. That, that's a medical condition. The guy had to work from nine thirty to ten fifteen at night, and it was like he had to. But but by eleven, he needed to take a nap. He was hired to work at night and guard the door, and he just fell asleep on the sofa in front of the door. Now, I know we just went to the bottom of the barrel and got the cheapest guys we could get, but he was a big guy. He fell asleep on the sofa, and I quietly walked. Oh, you were on your hands and knees. Remember, you were like, cr- like I pushed crawling. the mic. Yeah. I was scared he was going to wake up. <laughs> I'm going to agitate him. And then we put the mic out by him. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then what happened? Did we keep checking in with him? You kept checking in. He, he wasn't waking up at first. You went out there again. You thought you startled him. You came running in, dove, slammed the door, jumped in the chair, Drew spilled his coffee, and it was just chaos. Did he, did, had he woken up? He had started to wake up. Anderson said, yeah, he did eventually wake up. So uh, I don't think you got totally busted, but it was very close. But he must have seen did, – did, did oh, he didn't have the mic by him when he woke up. It was up. sort of down to the side there. They, no, but I mean, did I come collect the mic or was it still out there? You came and collected uh, it eventually. Okay. Okay. He, he, you did. You did wake him up at some point, but it was. It was. It was good radio. It was good stuff. I guess his bosses must have heard it or yeah. something. <laughs> hey, one more thing, Ace Man. Yeah. I got uh, in, in for the holidays here in Virginia. We've got a friend from Okinawa. She's a nineteen-year-old Okinawan girl near Japan. Have not seen her eat a piece of cheese yet. So yeah. I'm watching for that. What does yeah. that mean? Never seen an Asian eat cheese. <laughs> I'm still looking for it. I'm waiting, buddy. I, I was with an Asian woman in a cheese platter in New York a couple of years ago, and I was staring at her. At some point, she like reached for the cheese. I was like, wait a minute. I've never seen an Asian woman eat they cheese. Pizza. They pizza? Mm. Call Jimmy O. Yang. I've never seen it. And somebody tweeted me something that they have a little enzyme issue or something. Yeah, they lactose maybe, something, yeah, they would something. make the milk issues. Yeah, but <clears> maybe <throat> Jimmy can help us out. Anyway, I want to talk to you really quick to Chris, real quick. It'll be a quick one. What line? Four. Four. Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. What's going on? So, uh, Dr. Drew, uh, well, real quick, Adam, I, I really wish that you would run for office someday. I think you could do some good. And, Dr. Drew, thank you for all the work you've done. with thank you. you. And, uh, Adam, throughout the years, have been uh, really instrumental in, in turning my life around, and I'm sure plenty of others. Uh, but, Dr. Drew, I, I uh, was listening to your podcast with um, Zappy from, from last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. And uh, you guys were talking about using... Um, you know, low-dose ketamine to treat depression. Yeah. And uh, I'm in recovery, and I'm in therapy, and I'm on, uh, uh, what is it, Lexapro or one of those things. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm doing pretty good with my depression, but it is fairly recalcitrant. And uh, not necessarily for me, but, but what do you think about using this ketamine treatment for people who are drug addicts? We don't know. The answer is I, I don't see any, haven't seen any data that parses that out yet. I, I have... Patients in long-term recovery with recalcitrant depression, whom I've I've sort of signed off on them trying ketamine, but that's you know people who've done you know ten years of recovery, lots of individual psycho you know mostly focused psychotherapy right. and meds, and still miserable. Okay, now we got to try something, uh, and and that to me makes perfect sense. And but if you're early in recovery, by early I mean less than five years, it makes me worries me. We don't know. We don't know. Right. Well, that that was kind of my thing. Is I, I'm been around for uh, sober for about 15 years now. And, yeah. And well, that, listen. If you're if you're for me, yeah. If you still feel bad, I mean, that, that to me, somebody like you, I I do it carefully. I would do it a lot of uh, consultation with your you know sober peers and sponsor and a therapist. What's ketamine like when you're using it as a party drug? It's a dissociative high, so it's sort of out of body high. I don't think I like lightweights like me probably wouldn't get high from it. We just feel like asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, man, yeah, man. Hey, man, cars. Oh, yeah. Tips you might not know: coffee filter and olive oil, clean your interior, remove the excess weight from your car, to improve your mileage. Put your key fob on your under your chin, increase the range of the key fob. If you can't find your car in the parking structure, boom. Here's another tip you might not know. Well, I think everyone knows that true car gives you used as well as new cars with their true car certified dealer network. So you can be like Max Panic, get a used car. 
Nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars now, so you can enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience, whether you buy new or used. Of course, you see that scattergram. You see what others pay for the car you want. So you know you're getting a good deal, and you know you're getting a locked-in price on actual inventory on that true car certified dealer's lot, and you'll enjoy that faster car buying experience merely by connecting with a true car certified dealer. So when you are ready to buy new or used, check out True Car, and you'll enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. All right. Uh, live basic cable commentary coming up on the 25th of this month. Irvine Improv, 8 o'clock. Cobra up on stage. Nothing better. Nice. Uh, you can check out uh, Lynette and J. Joe over there, Corolla Drinks. They got a deal going on, so uh, go say hi over CorollaDrinks.com. They love the... I love it when you say hi, and they're on top of it. Uh, also, uh, merch. Get the blue buck slips. See, Drew? I got the blue ones. I got the white ones. The blues for uh, I dig that. the I business dig that. and the whites for yeah. pleasure. What do you got there, Drewski? Go to DrDrew.com. <clears throat> check out the family of pods there. We got reworked website. The website's all new. Uh, right now, like you just heard, Zappy up there. In the, oh, no. Uh, first week of January, we have... Uh, I'm not sure the podcast is going to be, but do, do check out the Not True podcast, the Dislike podcast, uh, and uh, please support the, the website. We appreciate it. So until next time, I'm Carl for Dr. Drew saying, Mahalo.